0: Calling all instructional coaches. Join Forward Edge for Coaches Camp in summer 2023. Coaches Camp is packed with high quality professional development exclusively for you. Attendees will work with like-minded coaches on creating strategies for building teacher relationships, executing coaching cycles, and building a culture of coaching and tech integration within their district. Come visit us in Cincinnati on July 27th and 28th. Please visit forward-edge.net slash coach camp to reserve your spot today.
1: Aloha, I'm Katie Ritter.
2: And I'm Justin Thomas, and this is the Restart Recharge Podcast, a podcast by coaches for coaches. We bring the tips and tricks to help you in your everyday work as an instructional coach or whatever they call you in your school.
1: So hopefully you're going to leave this episode with us today feeling just a little bit less on your own coaching island.
2: That's right. And we are into the summer months. It's finally come. It seems like, I'm sure as a coach in your new school, that never seems like it's going to happen. But it Maybe you're on a did. real island now. Maybe you're on a real <laughs> island right now. That'd be nice. You should phone us in and tell us where you're at Um, but as you know over the summer there's also a lot of conferences that come up and Google for Education is always in the forefront of innovation to best equip educators with their instructional and educational technology needs but How do they get the new innovations in the minds of educators? They have all this cool stuff that comes out, but they're not really sure how to get it out there sometimes. So through a partnership with Ford Edge, the creation of the Google Adaptive Learning Lab allowed for a fast paced but interactive sessions for educators to learn new Google tools from our instructional coaches. So the main event was at SD22 last year, but two coaches have took the show on the road here and toured the United States to continue this show off of Google features in a new and exciting way. So we're going to learn more from Angela Lyman and Jamie Clausius about these event that they have done and traveled across the country and what to expect um, coming on the horizon as IST will IST twenty three in a couple of weeks. We're going to be there again performing this. So uh, let us first introduce Angela Lyman. Angela is the Learning Programs Coordinator at Ford Edge. Her classroom experience has taken her from the outback of Australia to the heart of London in England, and most recently to teaching K through six technology in Cincinnati. So. Follow that journey. That's quite the journey Angela's got on here. Uh, Angela's passion for technology kicked off as she uh, attended a coding course back in 2012. She has immersed herself in learning about technology ever since. So
3: welcome in, Angela. Thank you, Jay Justin. It's a pleasure to be here. Welcome.
1: And I have the pleasure of introducing Jamie Clausius. And might I just say before I introduce Jamie. It is allergy season here in the Midwest. So if I make it through this podcast without <laughs> sneezing or having some sort of I'm, I'm the same boat, breakdown, so. it will be a miracle. Okay. Jamie is an instructional design coach here at Forward Edge. Um, and she has also assisted in the traveling road show for Google's Adaptive Learning Lab that we're talking about here today. Prior to coaching, Jamie was a seventh through 12th grade science teacher with 10 years of classroom and leadership experience. She enjoys working with teachers, students, and administrators to contribute their passion for teaching, learning, and supporting education. And in her free time, Jamie enjoys traveling, hiking, boating, and spending time with family and friends. So Jamie, we are super excited to have you on the podcast with us here today, too. Hey there, guys, thanks for having me. Yeah. To kick us off, because we actually started this journey prior to um, both Angela and Jamie joining the team with ISTI last mm-hmm. year, as Justin mm-hmm. mentioned in the introduction. So kind of just a super quick background. Um, We at Forward Edge, we are a Google professional development partner. So we do a lot of different events like with our local school districts um, and different opportunities to teach educators how to really embrace the suite of Google for Education tools uh, for teaching and learning. And we're pretty passionate about it. Um, And so through that work that we do as a PD partner, we were actually um, chosen to uh, develop the content and the experience for ISTE last year. So it was a whirlwind. It was really Exciting! We learned so much. Um, in a short really, amount of time. <laughs> yeah, through as a team. Justin here in our office. Maybe we should send a tweet out with this episode. But um, we actually, Justin, took down one of the design elements. If you were there at ISTE last year, it was a little trophy oh, yes, that was hanging yeah. in the um, in the room at ISTE, and it's actually hanging in our office now. So um, that was kind of a fun triumphant moment um, for Justin to bring the trophy back home <laughs> for us. But um, really, kind of the the why make a podcast episode out of this that I'm hoping our listeners will gain, um, and something that I thought was just really cool as we went through the experience and how I think it's awesome that it has expanded for now the two of you to take this on a roadshow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. across the country is um, I just think it's a really cool spin on professional development. And I'm not going to like steal the thunder because I know the two of you are going to talk about that a little bit. Um, but for me, I think it's a really cool way, especially for our technology coaches. But regardless of what type of coach you are, um, whether you're introducing, A new curriculum program, or an instructional strategy, or a new tool. um, I just think it's a really cool way, and how it is, it tells a story. This is a this is PD that tells a story within the context of you know everything we're talking about is like a forty minute session of mm-hmm. content here so um, it might it might sound as they talk like it was a full-day event but it's not it's like little chunks of sessions um, so I just think it's a cool like unique and different way to think about putting PD on for your teachers um, so with that um, ladies I'll turn it over to you to give us for those folks who maybe weren't at ISTE last year or they haven't been at one of the conferences um, throughout this school year that you've all been at to present the adaptive learning lab um, give us a an overview what is it what the, what the heck is this adaptive learning lab
0: yeah, so it's pretty much just like a really immersive, hands-on experience for anybody who um, chooses to come to one of our sessions. Um, they all get to use a professional Chromebook, which is really great. They get to see the great features that come along with that. And then we really just take all of our participants kind of along a journey with us, um, kind of through like the a, a typical teacher day. Um, we start out with lesson planning and use some different tools um, through Google um, and show how teachers can use those. And then we take it into lesson implementation how you can actually implement um, all of these different tools in your class with your students to really impact learning Um, and then we wrap it up with some feedback how you can really give some good constructive feedback to your students um, and kind of bring families along into that um, to really make sure um, students are you know doing the best that they can in their class Awesome. Angela, will you
1: give us an example of one of the tools or activities that are done?
3: Sure. So one of the great tools that we love to introduce and have the participants um, work on themselves is the practice sets. So, in the beginning, they get to see it from the teacher's perspective, how to, to create one. Then, in the second middle section, they get to see it from the uh, student's perspective. And then, um, as Jamie mentioned, they get to see the feedback side of things as to ha- help them guide for their next steps for lesson planning and teaching their classes.
1: Yeah. And um, I'm going to ask a little bit of a leading question mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. but um, is do you, when you are doing 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 practice sets, do you say, okay, now we're going to do practice sets and you teach practice sets or talk a little bit more about how that's kind of woven in again with this idea of like the story?
0: Again, so yeah, we definitely start out with practice sets um, from the teacher's perspective. How you can actually build a practice set, um, all of the elements that come along with it. So that's through the lesson planning portion, um, and then we kind of come back and circle back around to practice sets.
1: So that the participants can after actually having see done it. some other things around lesson planning, yes, right? Exactly,
0: yeah. right. Our whole first um, portion of the session really is all around lesson planning and different tools that teachers can use to lesson plan for their students. Um, once we wrap up lesson planning we move on to that implementation piece um, how you can actually use this with your students in your class um, so those participants actually are able to see that same practice set from the students perspective they can see how students work through the practice set all of the great features that come along with it um, to really see what students are going to experience as they work through a practice set um, and then that's so again that's all within that implementation piece and they're actually taking the
1: practice they set are too. they're taking
0: yeah. the practice set they're answering questions they're seeing the the feedback that comes along with it, Um, a lot of um, initial or, excuse me, immediate feedback that students get while they're taking that practice set. Um, and then we kind of wrap it up at the end of our session. is all about feedback. So with that practice set um, comes the teachers insights dashboard, which is a really great way for teachers to not only um, collect students uh, excuse me data on their students' learning, but it also helps the teachers actually um, kind of analyze that data and really use it to inform their instruction moving forward. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Well,
2: it's important to collect students too. I mean, you want to make sure your students are all yeah. <laughs> in the classroom <laughs> as well. (laughs) Awesome. Well, obviously, I mean, it's a very interactive session um, that both of you have. And did you ever see yourself in a position like this where you were traveling around and and really showing off some amazing new features that are on the horizon um, for for Google for Education? But did you see yourself in a position like this uh, down the road or, you know, maybe not necessarily like that's what I want to do when I grow up. But um, how did this kind of change come and kind of what have been some aspects you've enjoyed about it?
3: uh well firstly no (laughs) that's the short answer (laughs) i guess there's uh, there's there's safety in being in a room with children right you can say what you want and then there's a safety with them but so it was a little daunting to think oh gosh now Mm -hmm. i'm speaking to a room full of adults and there's a lot of them and they all have expertise of their own um but actually i found that I really quite love it. I mean it's just, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. I I love the the things that we're showing them and you get lots of wow factors and you can see how engaged um the participants are and it's just fun to meet people from all around the country so um Yes, I'm enjoying it, but it was not what I was expecting.
2: <laughs> sure. And obviously, it's a situation where, I mean, you both mentioned it, but you're not just saying, all right, here's practice sets. You're actually showing teachers, this is it from the teacher side, this is how you can use it. Then you show it from the student side so you can see what they're um, getting from it. So how do you kind of move that to what our listeners are, are trying to figure out here with as instructional coaches? Um, what are some nuggets that you've learned from presenting multiple places, um, how to best kind of use for our listeners in terms of what they're gonna actually do and take away from this episode and how do I present all these cool tools but in a way actually is meaningful to the adult educators that are of different expertises in the room.
0: Yeah, I think a couple of different things. Um, It's really important instead of just taking one tool and presenting it from maybe top to bottom, Mm -hmm. um, really taking it through that story like we've been talking about, seeing it from all different perspectives um, so that everybody within the session can really relate to it um, and take it home with them. And they have something, oh, I can actually use this in my classroom. I know how my students are gonna perceive it when they're going through it as well. Um, Yeah, so I think just using it in more of a storyline rather than this is the tool, this is how it works, And kind of going from
3: there. I think people connect along the way with this new story. You know, people are getting, oh, oh, I hadn't thought of it from that perspective. And there's obviously other tools along the way. Oh, that one would be work for this situation. I think you can see them thinking through Mm -hmm. that as well. And then just as a former technology teacher, the other takeaway would be just, it's okay. Things can work and things can be a little bit glitchy, but (laughs) eventually it all rolls together and comes comes forward. So it's good.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, Okay, well, we are going to take a quick break from our sponsors, but we will be back in just a quick minute.
2: Calling all instructional technology coaches. Forward Edge has launched a new hub for coaches to find strategies and resources to use for their coaching. The EDU Coach Network provides a place for instructional coaches to come together for coach-specific professional development, building a community, and finding mentorship moving through the school year. The network provides a place to casually seek resources or join in with book clubs, Twitter chats, webinars, and workshops, along with much more. Join the EDU Coach Network by going to educoachnetwork.com and join the coach community today. EduBadges, the anytime, anywhere badging program to learn edtech tools and strategies, is now open for individuals to sign up. Whether you're an instructional coach looking for new ideas to share or a teacher wanting to implement more technology in your classroom, EduBadges is the answer. Individuals can now sign up for both the free or premium account by visiting edubadges.com. And as a listener of the podcast, you can get $20 off your premium account by using promo code PODCAST. So visit edubadges.com and begin earning your badges.
1: Alright. All right. Welcome back to the Restart Recharge podcast. You have your co-host Justin Thomas and Katie Ritter here and we are speaking with Angela Lyman and Jamie Clausius about the Google for Education Adaptive Learning Lab that was first introduced at ISTE in 2022. Um, we're going to be getting into in just a second, maybe a little bit of what that might look like in 2023, but these ladies have been traveling around uh, the country putting this on um, and kind of looking at how it's a unique take that our coaches might be Able to walk away with to think about their own PD um, to maybe spice things up a little bit so um, with that let's take a little nod um, and see Angela I'll ask you because I know you've been already early involved in some of the planning what if anything can we expect about this sort of experience at ISC 2023 in Philadelphia in a couple of weeks oh well thank you Katie um well I can't
3: give away too many Details, but I I can share with you it will be another hands on learning experience where people get to engage um, with devices and the new um, tools or features, Um, and everyone will get to participate with a professional Chromebook like they have before, Um, and then. We'll be doing some sessions, so you'll have to look for the name. So Google for education, and it's going to be called Made for the Way You Teach sessions. Okay. And I believe you can register for those sessions on through the ISTI. Uh, site and they are running every 30 minutes um, while we're there so yeah
1: and that was something that I think folks didn't realize last time so if you're a listener and you're going to ISTE or you're a listener and you know some colleagues going to ISTE um, you do have to pre-register for this event Mm -hmm. so as Angela just said it runs every 30 minutes pretty much um, for the duration of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Um, when the conference hours are open you do have to pre-register so Google events fill up quickly so be sure to get in there and pre-register for yourself.
0: Yeah. So if you are currently working with Google for Education tools, or if you're just wanting to learn a little bit more about, it, about them, you're brand new, um, please come join the sessions. Make sure you pre-register. Um, there's going to be something for everybody. Everybody's going to be able to learn a little bit, or maybe you're going to come and learn a lot. We just hope you uh, you come and enjoy.
1: Yeah, and I would build on that too in the like context of kind of the theme of this episode. I think it, even if you're just looking, you know, maybe you're not even using Google tools in your school, but you wanna understand what the heck do we mean by the story and mm-hmm. how things are woven together. Um, it may may or may not be exactly like it was last year, but I think you'll still get an idea of, you know, in the context of how do different tools work together and how might you weave those in together um, for your teachers. So even if you're just looking for some ideas, um, if you lead and deliver professional development, I think you can get some good ideas too.
2: Absolutely. Especially because it is very much immersive, very much weaving, as you mentioned, the two. It's not just, all right, here's here's a new tool. It's actually going to show you very tangible ways that you can use it. And then as a teacher and what it looks like on the student side. So it's going to be a nice rope in, as you mentioned too. even um, If you're just looking for new ideas for your own PD, you can kind of see how this all Plays out and then take some notes and take that back to your school district there as well. Heck so, yeah. Um, obviously, we like to finish our episodes on our top three tips i
1: feel like it hasn't landed on you in a while so you really just like went for it i
2: I did go for it it's it's been it's been a minute it has been a minute but that's okay um so it's back to me how to really uh, put the enunciation there but for both of you what are your top three tips for kind of presenting in this way that instructional coaches can then take back and how they can deliver their own pd
0: I think some of my top tips would just be um, to be flexible. You know, Every conference we go to is different. It looks different, there's different people there. Um, the session run, sessions run a little bit differently. Um, so just being really flexible. Angela and I have gotten really great at that um, <laughs> throughout the last couple of months of traveling together. Um, so staying flexible is key. Um, I think another one of my great tips would just be to find somebody. Well, to be honest, we got paired up together and it has been pretty great. Um, having, um, being able to work with somebody who can really count on. I know if, um, you know, I'm struggling with something, Angela's right there to pick me up and uh, move me forward. And she's just somebody that I can really count on. So we really have each other's backs um, while we're traveling, while we're presenting, you know, the entire time that we're um, away at the conference. So um, I really appreciate Angela for that.
3: And my tips are, so a little bit building on the flexibility, Mm -hmm. also being contextual, because as Jamie mentioned, we are at a different venue and um, every layout is um, different. It's not the same. And so you just roll with it um, Mm -hmm. in the context of it. And then right back at you, Jamie, I couldn't do this without you. She's been a great uh, team player, team partner. I just know she's there for me if I need help with something. So it's very much a, um, a team team effort from start to finish and then my last little tip is pack snacks because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes those days are long <laughs>
0: our yes. sessions can go back to back sometimes and you know angela she's always got those snacks she's got us covered
1: yeah so whether you're doing a traveling road show or you're traveling to conferences this summer uh those are some great tips i know i was um i learned a tip years ago do you guys know those tunicates I feel you like some people think tuna, this is so up, disgusting. Right? T- I know. Tuna? I hope I... Please <laughs> don't you're turn us off with? just yet. Yeah. They're, like, they're like little packets Maybe of tuna. And they come with little crackers and like mayo and relish and a little spoon. You like mix it up and then you have like your little tuna salad crackers. And it's just in this little little box. quick snack. Yeah. But it's good because <laughs> it's a little protein in it. Like you, you can mm-hmm. pack it on a plane. That's you can fair. pack it in your travel. Like if you're checking a carry-on, they'll pack in a carry-on. Um. So anyway, that's my tip to like tip Three A building off of Angela's <laughs> is tuna kits are where it's at for conference snacks. All right, Angela, we got some trips coming up. Looks like you need yeah. to go to the grocery store,
0: pick us up some tuna I kits. For,
2: Qualifier, for
1: you do have to like tuna, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I think they have chicken salad ones too. I can get down with that.
2: There you go. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out on both of those, but that's okay. Obviously, both of you have some uh, expertise on this matter, but uh, it's been really interesting talking to you. I know you guys always go to these different places. Places and, and have a great a great time it seems like and you presented and where are some of the places you presented utah uh washington dc you were there recently texas mm-hmm. where, where else and T-
3: washington state yeah i
2: oh, can't get those two mixed up
0: we, we were not, in uh louisville kentucky
3: <laughs> you were out in california palm springs california mm-hmm. um mccall in michigan okay tcea, T-C-E-A, T-C-E-A yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then slate and nice gate oh that's right Man, that seems like so long ago. <laughs> that
0: was back in November
1: and December.
2: I know. I'm looking wow.
1: at. I'm like looking at you 2 I'm like I don't even remember where.
3: Well, I What was it? Yeah. Um. So Nicegate is in New oh, York. Nicegate. Nice yeah. <laughs> my accent. I thought sometimes. you said ice. No, that's okay. Yeah.
2: New, I, okay, I know where New York is. Um, and I just didn't make the connection there.
3: <laughs> Slate is in Wisconsin.
2: Okay. Which one, from
1: a conference perspective, I know obviously you two are presenting, but we know like our listeners are always looking for new conferences to go to and get ideas. I feel like when you're at a conference, even if you're not even if you're kind of stuck in your room, you know, sorry, you, you were presenting, so you weren't out attending is what I meant to say. Um, but I still feel like you can like get a vibe, Mm -hmm. right. And like from the attendees and like who's most excited and who's talking about the cool things they've seen and like the hustle and bustle. So what is maybe the like one, this conference seemed like a really great conference that you would recommend that people check out if they're in the region?
0: I would say, I mean, we didn't list it, but OETC was pretty great in Columbus. Um, I would also say um, TCEA um, in Texas was really, that was great too. It seemed like a lot of the um, participants and people attending were really um, jazzed on a lot of the sessions that they got to attend.
2: Yeah, oddly yeah. enough, it was warmer in Columbus than it was in San Antonio. I think. <laughs> yes, there. But
1: <laughs> also, as a throwback, we did a recap on TCEA from a session standpoint. We did a few yes. episodes
3: ago. Yeah, Angela, what do you think? um Well, I saying, out in Palm Springs is definitely a great vibe out there, and that was cute. Um, was that cute? Yeah. Yeah. California weather, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. Yes. Well, and then um just yeah, just sort of like new and interesting things are sort yeah. of like a bit of a buzz. So that was kind of fun, cool. and then also. um Um, nice skate it was cool because they had their weather challenge that weekend but so many teachers came together and just um so that was kind of fun just to see and apparently they get together it's always the same weekend right before thanksgiving and so that was nice just to see and hear what they're all up to and they were very engaged and interested so nice
2: awesome well cool well that actually is going to wrap up uh our episodes until we're going to go into our summer break um, but then we're going to come back in kind of the middle of August. Um, and once we come back, we're actually going to kick off with a, a really good second half of the season for season three here. Um, we're going to have Ron Madison. Um, he's going to have a conversation oh, with, um, yeah, talking about how he motivates educators to find the best versions of themselves and continue their growing and um, teaching and impacting students. So that should be a really good one to kick off uh, the second half of season three come mid-ish August.
1: Okay. That's awesome. And, uh, this isn't goodbye. This is hopefully see you at ISTE. If uh-huh. you are listening and you will be at ISTE, please definitely come say hello to our team. We will be in the made for the way you teach space, you know, with, for, with Google. Um, we also have a couple of coaches who will be presenting in some different places. And then we will also have, uh, be with edu badges on the vendor hall. So see us there too. Yeah. And with that be sure to subscribe to Restart Recharge wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on all the social media at RR Coach Cast. As
2: always feel free to reach out to us and uh, yeah if you're going to be at Misty um, hit us up on the social media and, and let us know and let me know where to get a good Philly cheesesteak cuz we're going to be in Philadelphia.
1: Oh my gosh remind me to that. tell you a story mm-hmm.
2: of that. Uh, okay. <laughs> should, it should be okay. <laughs> all right. I oh, don't know if it's good I'm or bad, interested. but no. Yeah. Now I think everyone's interested now. Uh, but I don't
1: want to offend any native Philadelphia. Philadelphian,
2: that's probably a good idea to mm-hmm. not do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So all fair. We'll, we'll have a conversation about uh, Yeah.
1: All's about fair in love and cheesesteak. So <laughs> press the restart button.
2: Recharge your coaching batteries and leave being equipped and inspired to coach fearlessly with the Restart Recharge podcast,
1: a tech coach collective.
3: Uh-huh. Quick
2: that snack. sounds like something my cat eats.
3: Huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was,
2: that was mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was mean. I thought you should have gone with your peanut butter snacks, though. You
1: know what? Uh-oh. That's all right. But <laughs> <laughs> the <tuna kits for laughs> <artists, laughs> If you're feeding them to the cat or you're packing them for a conference,
2: <laughs> I might not be back
1: <laughs> on after the meet
3: summer. They will come in handy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. That was mean of me. I, I, I'm sorry. Justin, you don't
1: have a butter. mean bone in your body.
2: That one I felt like that was borderline no. I probably hit right there. So. I can take a good joke. Okay, good, good.
1: I thought you were meeting me.
2: <laughs> no, I mean meeting myself. I don't, I don't touch I don't your thing. That's, <laughs> that's that's see that's rude and disrespectful if I was to meet me, so I'm not doing like that. Man. Are you gonna ask it? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> feel thrown off if you don't but okay are we recording we are recording. No. <laughs> five minutes ago <laughs> okay